0: Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Priya Darshini Shetty the founder of Elliot, a legal technology consultancy which helps law firms and corporate legal departments identify processes that can be optimized through the use of technology and best practices. She also publishes a legal tech content portal called wallchat.com. Hi, Priya. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you, Ari. How are you?
0: I'm doing great, and I'm looking forward to our conversation. Tell us about your background and the genesis of Elliot.
1: So I'm a former corporate lawyer from India. I've practiced about six years in India in mostly in law firms, but also in a corporate legal department. I also did my master's in Columbia Law School in New York, which is where I got the opportunity to first get a sense of what legal tech is all about. And during my years as practicing as a lawyer, I realized that there were lots of rote mundane tasks that we did that could very easily be automated, but for some reason weren't actually being automated. So when I started out into entrepreneurship, I actually didn't start with legal tech. I started with fit tech, but that's another story. But when I started out with legal tech, it was with the aim of trying to bring that technology back to Indian lawyers. Because back then, outside of timesheet and billing systems, we weren't really using that much more technology. Maybe some firms had document management systems, but that was about it. So it was really important for me to bring the latest and greatest technology to India for Indian lawyers to use. So that's how Elliot was sort of born.
0: How would you characterize the legal tech sector in India?
1: So the legal tech sector in India is pretty nascent, though I would say it is growing at a rapid pace. I would say two things about it. The demand is growing a little bit slower than the supply. So we have a very good set of engineers in India, and a lot of them are working on legal technology problems. Ten years ago, these same engineers were working on fintech problems and health tech problems other technology related solutions, and no one was thinking about law. But today legal tech has come to the forefront. We have a lot of issues in the legal tech system in the legal systems in India, especially in justice delivery. It's very delayed in India. and there are a lot of startups looking to address this issue and several other issues in the Indian legal space. So I would say we have a lot of legal tech startups. we have several legal tech incubators as well in India. So, from the supply side, we're doing really well. On the demand side, I would say that we still have a lot to catch up on. The market in India is a lot more local. We don't have international law firms like the Clifford Chance or the Linklaters operating in India because of regulatory restrictions. So, we don't automatically have the technology that all of these international law firms bring. Indian firms right now are adopting technology, but they're doing it at a much slower pace compared to international law firms in say the US or the UK.
0: How does the time you spent practicing influence the content you create to help other legal professionals?
1: I was able to understand the problems lawyers experienced or still experienced because of my work at law firms and at a corporate legal department. So whether it was issues with clocking your time or missing unbuilt time or proofreading or formatting or just saving on a document management system, all of these issues were real issues for me. And I felt like I was able to connect with the lawyer a lot more easily as a legal tech consultant because I directly understood what their problem was because that had been my problem for a while. In terms of the content that I'm creating with Wallchat for legal professionals, I'm trying to declutter a lot of the noise out there. So there is a lot of, there are tons of legal tech startups and there are a lot of legal tech services as well. But often, if you are looking for a specific solution for a specific requirement, it's hard to find which first identify your your use case and find which product fits that use case most perfectly. So a lot of the content that I want to put out there is sort of to bring out that nuanced analysis between different legal tech products and even the technologies itself so that users are able to distinguish between them and identify which is their use case and which technology most suits that.
0: What are the most prominent challenges that legal teams are having with deploying and implementing legal technology?
1: I would like to start with the fact that change management with lawyers is extremely challenging because lawyers are busy people and they don't have that much time to, or rather they they choose not to have too much time towards training of technology or development or even in investing in time towards implementing or rolling out technology. So if you're looking at an automation technology, you need to invest that time in putting your precedents together, your precedent clause banks, your precedent agreements, all of that. So that also takes time and effort. And if you don't have a dedicated team of knowledge management or an innovation team that is working on this, you need to allocate resources within your existing transactional teams to do this. So a change management within the lawyers is definitely a problem. The second thing is I think is a lot of the lawyers view technology as an expense and not as an investment. So the minute you tell them how much technology costs, the first thing they say is, oh, that's too expensive without really looking at the long-term vision of how that technology can actually improve in productivity and efficiency of lawyers, thereby resulting in higher billing for law firms, or in the case of corporate legal departments, just more efficient time spent. So maybe you don't need to hire that external counsel for something, or you don't need to hire an extra person. And the other thing that I think is that is very easy, but often overlooked is coming up with an entire adoption and a rollout plan. So thinking about things like how are you going to train people? How are you going to get a user champion to talk to other people, other lawyers within the organization to tell them about the technology, to put a user feedback loop such that if something is not working in the technology, that feedback goes back to the tech vendor and they can come back and solve that problem. You need to have an entire plan that addresses all of these issues because these are very simple issues, but often overlooked. And sometimes legal tech adoption fails altogether because of a lack of a plan. So I would put these three as my top main challenges in implementing legal technology in India.
0: You mentioned cost and expense versus investment. How does the pricing of legal technology in emerging markets impact its adoption?
1: So this is a problem that I think is unique to most emerging markets because a lot of the software A large part of the legal technology is developed in developed countries like the UK or the US, and a lot of the pricing is US-based, and it's often global pricing. It's not like they have region-based pricing, where if you come to APAC, it's a different pricing, or um, ME has a different pricing. It's the same pricing, and this negatively impacts emerging economies because we don't charge at the same rates. The lawyers over here don't charge at the same rates that lawyers in North America charge at, or even the UK charge at. So a lot of the pricing that has been built out by these legal tech vendors is on the basis of this is how much lawyers earn and this is how much they charge. So if they use this technology, this is how much they can save in terms of an opportunity cost. And this is how we can price that technology. But that doesn't necessarily make sense in a country where there is efficient and effective labor force, which sometimes comes at a cheaper rate than that technology. So often you will hear when you speak about technology deployment that you know what, it may be actually cheaper for me to hire five people to to do this for me than actually purchase the technology. So all legal tech vendors need to keep that into consideration. And also the fact that we have also, I mean, the U.S. hasn't had inflation in so many years, so they can keep a a high price and it doesn't really change and that's okay. But with the inflation cost and the fluctuation in the foreign exchange rate, uh, when we are paying when any Indian is paying in U.S. dollars for a technology, they think twice because they suddenly realize that if the rupee you know, moves negatively against the dollar, then they're suddenly paying a higher rate that they didn't bargain for. So I think all of these things are aspects that legal tech vendors need to take into consideration when pricing their products for emerging markets.
0: Where do you see legal technology in India headed?
1: There is a very good promise for the legal technology development in India because we have some very good startups working on some very interesting problems. Some of them are working on global problems like contract lifecycle management, which everyone can use, or proofreading, which can be global products. But what I think is a little bit more interesting is solving complex problems which are specific to India. Of course, from a supply side, from a demand side, you'll have a limited set of consumers which are restricted to India. But these are very specific, unique problems for India. For instance, digitization of the land records. A lot of the historical land records in India are uh, pen pen and paper. And there's a lot of fraud that happens around this, forging of signatures. So the slower we are to digitize some of our official documents, the more susceptible and vulnerable we are to frauds or cheating or other sorts of incidents. So there are lots of legal tech uh, companies which are sort of focusing on these larger issues and problems to solve them for the common man in India. That's going to be a real game changer and make a huge difference to the practice of law in
0: India. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Priya Darshini Shetty, the founder of Elliott, a legal technology consultancy which helps law firms and corporate legal departments identify processes that can be optimized through the use of technology and best practices. She also publishes a legal tech content portal called wallchit.com. Priya, thanks so very much.
1: Thanks so much, Ari. Thank you for your time.
0: Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.